Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season three of What Are We Doing with your hosts, Becca and Ari. What are we doing? I felt like, you know, season three, maybe a little new intro, maybe Wait, just some. But you know what I was thinking? Singing. You know what I was thinking? What? When you set, did that hello. It brought me back to like Vince Fontaine vibes from Greece. I don't know, you know the announcer at the dance at Gr- in Greece. Oh, not like Greece the country. Like, no, Greece the musical. Greece, Greece the movie slash musical. You know when they all go to the school dance. Yeah, and there's that announcer guy, Vince Fontaine. I didn't or, know that was his name. Or you remind me of like. Corny Collins. You just remind me of a TV show when I was really like, hey, oh, hey, hello. hello. And it's the Corny Collins show. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of do. That's actually my side hustle. I'm actually going to um, go into that as a. You so know, many a new passion job. projects. I have so many passion projects. That's a great way to put it. I'm going to add TV announcer to it. So, for those of you who are new here, maybe this is your first, you know, episode you're tuning in on. Maybe this is your first time hearing of us. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're doing in life, even though no one really knows what we're doing. We're aiming at like we don't know what we're doing. If you're listening, exactly, we don't know what we're doing. Um, it's aimed at postgrads, but it's honestly for any single person in the world because like everybody is kind of in the same boat. But how we usually start the episodes is that Ari and I give a high and a low of mm. our past week, just so everybody can you know on our level on how we're doing so but let's start with a low do you have any lows yeah so um basically this week so i'm in ann arbor right now for my job and obviously i'm living on a college campus i went to this college but uh all the all the college kids are coming back they are coming back this week after because they left campus thanksgiving and then weren't allowed to come back until this week so now they're all coming back and one it's like super loud in my in my apartment i just hear everything and Mm -hmm. second of all i was i went to see my cousin who's a he's a boy he's a freshman and it was so nice seeing him and he was like okay i have to um I have to get going now. We're going out tonight. And they've obviously already had COVID because they don't give a shit. But um, it just made me kind of feel like an old grandma and sad. And I was like, when Mm -hmm. is my life going to be fun again? Like, I want to be doing fun things. I want to be going out. I want to have fun. So I realistically know, like, it will be fun again. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm a 40-year-old. Like, my 20s are passing me by. Like, I'm being so dramatic. But but, um, it just is a little bit of a bleh feeling, you know? Yeah. I honestly, bud, felt the exact same way. I, like, had... I wouldn't call it, like, a full, like, mental breakdown. But, like, definitely on the verge. Like, I was right there. Like, one thing could have set me over. And I was just, like, panicking because I was, like, thinking about life. And I was, like... It kind of hit me that, like, I'm no longer in college. And I don't know why it just hit me now. Like, I've definitely known that I'm no longer in college. But for some reason, like, this past week, I was just, like, pissed that, like, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I didn't know where I wanted to live. Like, my mom was like, oh, you know, you, you should move out soon. And I'm like, I, I should move out soon. But, like, where? You know? Like, I could move yeah. to the city. 
Or I could go work on a yacht in the Mediterranean and just work there. Like I think you have to do that for at least. I think you have to do the yacht thing for at least a year or ten months or something. I I completely agree, and like I don't know why I'm not doing it yet. Well, actually, I do know why. It's this thing called COVID, (laughs) but. Like, once that's out of the way, I do really feel like I'm just going to, like, pick up and move somewhere because I just feel very, like, stuck. But I think that's just, like, honestly, like, I feel like I've been doing really well keeping, like, a positive attitude through through COVID. Through COVID? Yeah, through COVID. And I think just, you know, last week it just caught up with me. And that's okay. These things happen. And I, I learned from it. Yeah, I think everyone definitely feels... A little stuck right now and and I think we go through periods of being okay then stuck then okay then it's stuck like a roller coaster but we know that you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel now it's just waiting for that light you know and, and I totally. also think that summer will be a lot better just because totally. the fact that more people will have vaccines a lot of the most vulnerable people will have vaccines hopefully and you could do things outside again you know mm-hmm. go to bars and and restaurants outside do things outside with friends and i think it'll be better then because right now it's you can sit outside in an igloo but But you're freezing you have to put a five hundred dollar deposit down and then you're cold and you can't really go inside but then sometimes you don't care it's just it's harder in the winter but i think the summer will be a lot better I think that's, like, a good thing to look forward to. Like, okay, because remember last summer, like, you and I were going out to eat, like, and, like, cases were so low because just everybody was outside. Yeah. So that's I mean, I wouldn't say so low, but yeah. Well, lower than They they were lower than they are now, and you weren't, like, as terrified of, like, contracting it. But um, that's so true. That's something to look forward to. Speaking of, you know, high notes, what's your high from this past week? So my high is actually the other side of my the other side of the coin mm. of my low. Um, my friends who are doing fifth years at Michigan, um, they are like my little squad here in Ann Arbor. They just got back as well. So nice. it's nice getting to see them. I said you guys gave me a little bit of abandonment issues. So it was a little bit bittersweet <laughs> seeing them because I'm like, how could you do this to me and leave me? Never leave again. Um, but it was it was really good. I loved seeing them. And, and they started planning out all the fun things we would do. Like we want to go axe throwing. We want to go like there's so many Ooh, fun things fun. we want to do. So, yeah, it's really good to have them back. It just... It, breaks up my days a little more than just moving from my bed to my couch back to my bed back to my couch so yeah I'm excited that's a really good one I mine is a little I'm like looking at mine now and I'm realizing like I don't really know if this is a high but it is for me like right now because I'm starting a smoothie cleanse tomorrow (gasps) and like wait do you listen to the morning toast yes I'm doing that exact one really can you explain it I'm doing Okay, so basically, for those of you who maybe don't listen to The Morning Toast, it's this smoothie cleanse, um, and it's a book. So the book is $15 or like $14.99 or whatever, and it's a book, and it's a licensed nutritionist, a licensed dietitian, like basically explaining how to detox your body. And like the point of this cleanse isn't, you know, like I feel like juice cleanses are always like to lose weight and like all this stuff, but this one is not for that. It's like to strictly like get rid of all the the toxins in your body kind of like reset and then from there kind of just start changing your diet to just be a little bit more like whole foods not processed like stuff like that and I 
felt the need to I felt called to do this because ever since like the holidays I've just been feeling like I've been dragging like energy's been low my skin's been bad and I'm just like how can I really like do kind of like a harsh reset and then this smoothie cleanse fell into my lap and it it just like appealed to me because it just like it structures it out for you it like gives you exactly what to make it gives you a shopping list and it's not like you can't eat like if I get hungry I can have hard-boiled eggs apples celery cucumber apples with peanut butter like you're not told to not eat basically so it all, it all just seemed very like you know a healthy way of doing it and I'll listen to my body I'll obviously take like the measures that I need to to keep myself healthy and not like starving so I'm pretty excited about it then again this is like the day before I do it so next week could come along and I could it could totally be a low it could be like this smoothie cleanse sucks why (laughs) am I doing it but I'm excited and if you want to try it but I can send you the book no keep I'm gonna wait for you're gonna be my guinea pig you're gonna do it first and then if you really like it and rave about it I could potentially be into it get on board yeah okay we'll see I'm going to make a YouTube video of it, a um, little self, self-promo self here, so it'll be up, and if I like it, you'll see. Oh, another high. Sorry, everybody. Um, Liquid IV reached out to me and want, wants to work with me and, like, <gasps> send me stuff. OMG, hashtag so, sponsored. Yeah, so now I'm a Liquid IV ambassador, hashtag LV ambassador, so I'll hit you guys up with a good discount code, 25% off, and free shipping. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But I figured that went perfectly with the cleanse, you know. Maybe Liquid IV would want to support the podcast. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep them in my, in my You're back like, pocket. Yeah, no. You're like, yeah, no. You're like, yeah, no. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm like, let me just milk Liquid IV and get as much as we can for everybody who listens. Don't you guys worry. I'm on it. But this week's theme of the podcast, your low made me kind of like, it kind of ties into the theme of the podcast of like being post-grad and having friends who are like either still in college or post-grad too, but like not in your state is such a hard thing to manage. So you hard. know what I mean? It's so, so incredibly hard. hard. And I feel like basically for everyone who's listening, we're going to be talking about like how to keep in touch with relationships, how to maybe keep in touch with friends from college when it seems like the only thing you have in common is that you both went to the same college. Like I feel like that's like a really thing that you don't realize until you leave college and all of a sudden you're like I have nothing to reach out to this person for and also we're going to talk about if that's okay to have friends who were there maybe just for a season instead of a reason you know so with that being said bud let me think of my not think of let me look at my first question okay do you have any tips for like making time for people and friends and that's not necessarily like seeing them but like reaching out Or, you know, do you have any tips on how to keep people, like, involved in your life, even if you can't, like, see them, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anything that specific, but it's just you have to put in the effort. When you're Mm -hmm. in college, in high school, and you have these friends surrounding you, you're already put in a situation where you're bound to see them. It's like a built-in place for you to bond, whereas once you're away from them... And you're kind of doing your own thing, figuring out your life, and everyone's kind of in different directions. It's up to you to put the effort in, which I, my mom actually taught me this. I'm kind of suck at this because I tend to just go home (laughs) and be like, I'm tired. I'm going to watch TV and then go to sleep. But I Mm. have to continue to remind myself to put in that effort. And 
I don't care if people are like, but I don't have time. You do have time. A lot of times I'll be totally. cleaning my, my room on a Sunday or, uh, and I'll just, and I'll call, like I'll FaceTime a few different people or um, send a little something in the mail. Or when you do go home for Thanksgiving, for Christmas break, I mean, even if I don't know about with COVID, but I saw friends over um, COVID too. It's just, you have to see them outside and right, saw friends over COVID, but over breaks, you just have to see them outside and in a safe way. Mm-hmm. But but it's up to you to put in that effort. You're not, you don't have the luxury anymore of being in a right. place where you just will see them naturally. So it's you having to go out of your way a little bit, but it definitely, it de- I, I believe it's worth it because you really do preserve those friendships. I completely agree. And I also feel like, I don't know about you, but I have realized, like, people who maybe I thought I was, like, super, super close with in college, you know, I still reach out to them, but maybe the conversation isn't as flowing as it used to be, and, like, maybe we just drift apart. And I think it's, that needs to be more normalized. Like, that's com- that's completely okay. That doesn't mean that there's any, like, negative energy or negative blood. But for me, I've just realized, like, we used to have a ton in common because, you know, we went to college together and all of the clubs and whatever synced. And now, you know, we're just living two separate lives and that's like totally fine. And I think that needs to be more normalized because it's it's not uncommon that you drift apart from people, like especially college friends. A hundred percent. I was about to say that. I think it is such a fear of ours to lose friends and right. we try and sometimes we'll try and safeguard these friendships that that are kind of that have kind of run its course and that's not a bad thing like sometimes dynamics mm-hmm. just change and i always and i think we were so conditioned to have a group of friends and have as many friends as you can but i think as you get older you have different friends for different reasons and you have a bunch of if you could have a bunch of friends or a handful of friends that you're like these are my ride or dies and then if you lose touch with some of those people you used to be super close with it's not your fault it's not your fault things just happen life gets in the way you grow differently and i think we need to stop shaming ourselves for that i completely agree and i think it's i was listening to um or i was watching a youtube video the other day and it was just this girl who's our age and she basically said like when you're in college or when you're in high school no one really teaches you how to be in college they basically just kind of throw you into it and say like all right good luck like you know make friends live alone for the first time good luck and then when you're there you're kind of learning you're kind of learning how to be an adult but not fully and then when you graduate all of a sudden like all those people that you built amazing relationships with this isn't the case for everybody obviously but a lot of those people that you built relationships with move away and all of a sudden you're on your own and you're almost like not taught how to adult on your own because you're so used to adulting with like everybody who's the same age as you and you're so used to adulting and and just existing with a set of parameters like you're like like in college you go you have these dorms which these people live in and then you go to these classes where you meet these people and that you have a set schedule mostly and then you do this these things on this night whereas once you get out of like leave college there is not those parameters those those that mold kind of just falls apart 
and it's like just we'll figure out what you need to do when and it's like you don't have you have to create your own structure right and I do think that's partially why you know some friendships maybe dwindle because all of a sudden it's a Monday Tuesday night and yeah like you said you're spending it on your own watching tv instead of making time for calling your friends but that's just because no one's kind of like there's not a club for you to go to that night or you know what I mean like an extracurricular activity yeah. and see people like all of a sudden you have to make your own schedule and find time and especially when you're working all day like the last thing you want to do sometimes is like see people and like make conversation but it is so important it's so important and I am so guilty of that I come home from work and I just don't want to talk to anyone. I want to be silent. I want to watch mm-hmm. TV and I want to chill out. But I'm like, I need to, this is the time when I need to yeah. like talk to people. And it's doesn't, it's not like I'm ripping my teeth out. Like I can call people. <laughs> I think that was a good tip you gave, bud. That like, if you're going to take anything from this podcast, guys, if you're struggling to maybe find time to reach out to friends or you haven't talked to people in a while, like do it. Or call them when you're doing something kind of mundane and that, like, you could either, like, maybe put on a podcast or you could call someone. Like, I know if I'm driving for 40 minutes and I'm going to be in the car, it's so easy for me to just, like, want to turn on the podcast. But no, I should call a friend or, yeah, like, cleaning your room, call a friend, going to the grocery store, call a friend. I think there's so many times to integrate them into our day and you just kind of need to, like, figure out what time works for you, if that makes sense. And... And like I said, it's the effort you put in and that's how you're mm-hmm. going to really preserve those friendships. However, on at the same time, you have to know when a friendship, I don't want to say like is gone. Needs to, needs to like, or when a yeah. friendship has run its course. Like it, that happens in life and I don't think it's healthy to keep reaching out and pressuring yourself to meet this person for lunch, meet this person for lunch or call this person when it's just the vibes Mm -hmm. are different and the vibes aren't there anymore. That's okay. That happens. And it's just, it's not, doesn't, it's not any reflection on who you are. It's just, you guys have grown apart. Exactly. And that's so common and that's going to happen. And I know, I mean, for me, it's always like, I love finding answers to things. I'm like, wait, well, why didn't that work? Like, did I do something? Did they do something? But there really is sometimes just no reason. Sometimes you just have different lives and you just don't have anything in common anymore and you can't keep talking about college because you're all grown up, you know? Yeah, 100%. So, but I also wrote, um, basically, if anyone's curious, the theme of this episode is really just like my head was like scrambled and I had all these thoughts. So I also added at the end of the thought, do you know what investing is, bud? Because, like, I'm literally so confused. Like, this has nothing to do with, like, friendships. Oh, investing, but I just, investing, th- like, financially? Well, so, like, yes, because I have a 401k recently. Like, I just kind of got that, which is, like, huge, huge news for me. Sorry that this is so off topic, guys. I just feel like this is no, really, it's like... so funny. It's what's going on in my brain. But then I saw this TikTok that was, like, you should open a Roth IRA. And I was, like... Uh, okay so then obviously I text LinkedIn boy and I'm like do I need a Roth IRA like I don't know and then he's like maybe and my dad's like no you don't and I'm just like so what do I do you know so I like you am completely in the dark with all of this and I feel so dumb this I've always said this 
why don't why doesn't high school and college they teach you about the pythagorean theorem they teach you about all this stuff oh why God. are you not teaching us about taxes about how to invest about you know yeah. retirement plans because i left college and i still don't know what that stuff is and i think it's kind of for a lot of people it's kind of just winging it and figuring it out but I had to totally. sign up for health insurance and I'm like, well, I don't even fucking oh know what God. insurance is, you know? So yeah. it's just, I'm still, you could tell me what a Roth IRA is. I think it might be a retirement plan potentially. I don't know. That's I what I also thought. I am so lost in the sauce when it comes to this stuff and I feel so dumb, but I feel like a, a, a lot of other people are too, but no one just admits right. it because they feel weird about admitting it. But yeah, a lot of us aren't taught this, so it's okay. No, and that's what's hard. And it's like everyone's always asking. Well, not everyone. Like not many people have asked. But like everyone's like, I'm gonna say everyone for now. Everyone's like, Becca, you know, what are you investing in? Like, how are you making that money grow? Like, you're saving a lot of money, but like, where's it going? And I'm like, right now, it's going towards like Lululemon clothing. Like, I don't know what. (laughs) Well, people are like, yeah, I'm putting my money into uh, this into a. This stock with or a dividend whatever. and whatever. Yeah, and it's just, and I learned about that in finance, but not how to actually oh, do I, it myself. But I'm just like, so I put my money in and then, it, you know, it, it like grows. I am convinced I'm the sh- stock market is a conspiracy theory. Like, I don't think anyone ever gets money from it. Well, I, like, I, I, don't I know. do because I took a class in it and I know how, <laughs> how to like amortize bonds and and um, oh my God. calculate. What a word. I've never heard of those it's words. It's just like, it's it's so, now that I'm like talking about it, it's, just, it's all jumbled up. But there is, it, I, I learn how it works with like investing and then there's, right there's this thing called present value and that present value of money and all this kind of stuff that goes into it. But I'm still like, okay, so, so what I just get my paycheck. I'm like, cool. I get my paycheck. I'm like, cool. Putting money in my bank, going to save it and maybe use it for some clothes. Like I don't think about, Oh, I should be investing it into this bond or whatever. This company. And yeah. I hate, I feel so stupid. And the worst part Same. is this when someone's like, you're not investing in blah, blah, blah. I'm like, stop acting like you're on your fucking high horse. You know, right. not everyone knows what this is. A lot of people right. probably don't. I still don't. And I'm... I'm convinced no one does. We're full on working women, working at great companies, doing well. And we yep. still don't know what that, is, what that is. So we're fine. Nope. We're fine. I'm convinced so we'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure, okay, I honestly think one, like, a next episode should literally just be, like, Ari and Becca trying to explain what investing is for 10 minutes straight. Like, it'd be so funny. Or it should be Ari and Becca, we, we get, like, a word, like, something insurance or, like, an IRA plan or, like, this bond or something like that, and we have to explain what we think it is. That'd be so funny. And just all different adult type things. Oh, that's like a good whether, idea. It result, whether it's different cleaning supplies like what a dividend is do you know what a dividend yes, is? yes i do know stock? what a dividend is oh i was hoping you wouldn't because i'm like i did I take the class is. i did take the class um i didn't but I but dividend. just different adulting <laughs> things because my mom will be like oh when you call your doctor did you like do i'm like what so 
they're like, has your has your health insurance changed? I'm like, it changes. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I go so when funny. I go to buy like medicine or something like that. And they're like, where's your insurance? Or I go to like an appointment. I'm like, here, and then it's like randomly less money. And I'm like, yeah, I get that it covers it, but I'm like, how did this card just do? I sound so dumb right it? now. And no, but that's what this is about because we have no idea what we're doing. And we sound like idiots, but I know we're smart. It's just this, oh, we never learned this stuff. And I think exactly. it's a crime. I think that, not a crime, but I think that. It's a war we crime. Took, we took, we had to take personal <laughs> living or whatever in senior year. And they're like, this is how you. To like, balance a checkbook. I learned how to balance a checkbook. I didn't even learn Why? how to balance a checkbook. I'm like, who don't teach me that? that. Teach me how to do my taxes. Teach me teach what a retirement plan is. Teach me how to get good credit. Yeah, get good credit. I I went to, I went, before I moved to Ann Arbor, I went to open my own credit card, open my own savings account and my own checking account. And thank God I I knew the guy because he was a guy who works with my (laughs) stepdad and he was so nice because I was like, you're going to have to really explain this to me slow. And all the shit that went into it. He was like, okay, this is your checkings, this is your savings, and this is going to be this, and then you have to look at your credit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what? It's so overwhelming. And also, let's talk about, like, real estate stuff. Like, my mom's a realtor. Oh, my God. But all the shit that goes with that, like your what mortgage. What is escrow? I keep hearing escrow. Yeah. Oh, no my mom idea. told me what it is, but I forgot. But there's so many terms like that that I just don't know. And I guarantee you, if anyone's listening... I mean, maybe some of you know what this is, but there are definitely people who are right there with us. And I don't want anyone to think that they're better than us because definitely people feel the same way because we were not taught it and that is not our fault. And you know what? We're not, I'm not ashamed of it. I think it makes me more human. It makes me more genuine. Totally. It just, you know what? It's, it just makes us want to learn more and like nourish our minds more. So I don't even know what that segment was, but no, I feel like it was really a, needed. I feel like it was really needed. Yeah, I think I just had a lot on my chest about like investing and like I can only talk to LinkedIn boy so much because he actually knows stuff. So like I really just needed to talk to someone who doesn't so that I didn't feel as stupid. And for those of you who do know this stuff, be nice. Make when a you, PowerPoint. No, be nice oh. when you do talk to people <laughs> that don't know it like us, because yeah. I know sometimes. I'll say to someone, hey, can you explain this to me? Or I'm just a little confused. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course. And then they'll start throwing out all these They're terms. Like, how didn't you know this? And I'm yeah. like, don't be a fucking asshole about it. Right. Because you know it. And some people get on their high horse about it. I'm like, everyone knows exactly. different things. Don't act like you're better than people because you know certain things. So, yeah. Like, I would like to see a finance person try to explain social media to me. So, exactly. Yeah. Well said. Um, okay, bud, let's jump in to our pop culture segment where Ari and I each pick something exciting that's happening in the news and talk about it, which we like to call What's Poppin'? Oh, sorry, I kind of missed it for a second. Do it again one more time. I'm gonna like count it in like three, two, one. What's Poppin'? I feel like that might have been too. I really hope it worked. Me too. But we might. Okay, well, I have two What's Poppin's just in case. I have two What's Poppin's just in case. What if our two are the same? They're not the same, I don't think. Okay, well, my first one is that I would just like to point out to those who listened to our last episode, and Ari and Ryan gave me shit for thinking that the Kardashians were not continuing episodes. 
I would just like to prove out that I indeed was right on Are this you one. Sure? It never happens. Are you sure? Yes. I know. I saw your text positive. I'm positive. The Queen of Cursive herself told me. They're like continuing episodes on Hulu. It might not be called The Kardashian, like keeping up with the Kardashians, but like they will be doing some sort of show. So. I'm still skeptical. You don't seem convinced. I'm still skeptical. Okay, well, considering I don't have much information besides that, my other what's popping is the whole driver's license, lie, 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 skin (gasps) scandal. Okay, so our our what's popping is not the same, but oh, I have been so invested in this drama. It's insane. Yeah. Are you team Olivia or team Sabrina? Did you watch? Well, did you watch High School Musical, the musical, the series? No, should I? Yes, of course. Oh my god, you have to. I'm so sorry. My sister is trying to but, FaceTime. But you just, um, I can't hear you. Have to. Oh, there you go. I, I just lost you for a second. Yeah. Um, I, you I have heard to it's watch good. It. It's good. Incredible. Well, it's I know the, the guy, thing I've I know ever the seen. guy who plays Sharpay. Seb, Sharpay. he plays Seb. Yes. I know him. You would, yes. So, I know he went to Michigan. Yeah. He would accompany you on the piano. Yeah. Um, but no, it's so good. It's so cheesy and it's just like kind of cringeworthy. But like, honestly, the the music slaps and like, it's just really great. But I am Team Olivia. I just of like course, I'm Team Olivia. Say, if you're not Team Olivia, bye. Get out. But also, I don't believe any of this drama because she has a boyfriend and has had one for like over a year and a half. And I just don't get the timeline. Are I'm you like, sure she has a boyfriend? Could... Yes, he was a victim of the Parkland shooting. Um, his name's Cameron Kasky, if you're curious. They're both very, they were very active on social media. Um, and they maybe they broke up recently, but they were together for like at least a year and a half. And that was never talked about, the boyfriend. I don't and think I she has a boyfriend right now. Maybe not right now, but they were dating in November. Because there's a post. Like, that's, that's all I'm going to say. But I also never heard said rumors of her and Josh. Not that that wasn't true. I think maybe it was. But... I really just do think it's a publicity stunt because it's kind of genius. It kind of gives me Miley, Selena, Nick vibes from like our Disney Channel days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I I mean, I... Ugh, I don't know. On, I bud. don't know. I just, I'm so obsessed with this drama. It's actually sad. But I... It's been the only thing keeping me going recently. But I think it might be a publicity stunt, but for some reason, I just never believe in publicity stunts. I'm like, how could someone do that? It has to be real. And I know that that's like not a great way to think because it's not true, but I think that when you, and you've acted before, you know this, when you are playing love interest with someone and you are on set all the time together and you're you fall in love both with attractive, they're both attractive people, yeah. There's going to be feelings there. And they're not only that, not only are they on set playing love interests, but they're probably together all the time off set doing things together as well. So right. I think it's it's bound to happen for them to okay. have an attraction to each other. It happens all the time over and over again. Because We've it's just, seen it everywhere. Because just biologically, when you're with someone who's attractive and you're with them all the time and you get to know them and you gain a sense of comfort with them it's just it's gonna happen especially when you're young and you look like they do so I think it was I think they were probably together or there was some sort of situationship going on and I do interesting and I do think if you look at all the receipts between the songs like there is a connection between all three 
Okay, yeah, but like Sabrina's like definitely just like came about because she well, was like I'm needing a, clout. I love how I'm like I don't agree with Sabrina when I really just don't even know this them at all. So I could be completely no, off. Me either. But what I do think is what I didn't like is that Olivia mentioned Sabrina once in like a nice once. way. She's like not even yeah. at Sabrina. She's like indirectly like she said you're probably with that blonde girl, the one who, who made, made me, me doubt. doubt. And that she's so much older than me. She's everything I'm insecure about. That was it. Like, that was it. And she was, and yeah. that's almost like a compliment. She's like, I was insecure because you're older and you're like cooler. Beautiful. But, yeah. And Sabrina's song was like, you can't get under my skin. He's on mine. I'm like, whoa. You probably didn't have another rhyme for blonde. Like, what? Like, shouldn't even rhyme anything with blonde. Like, I know. And just, but the he's on my skin thing. I'm like, that, that's just rude. Team Olivia. I so I guess Team Olivia for sure. I'm still skeptical because of this boyfriend that no one's mentioning. But um, I mean, great song. We've got some great content out of it. I don't love Sabrina or Josh's song. I'm really just pro driver's license. Driver's 100%. license is, I just love how it popped A cultural off. reset. It was literally a cultural reset. It popped off everywhere i love it i just love belting it out in my car it's such a good belting out song in the shower in the car so good it's just great it's all around great go olivia proud of you go olivia what's your what's popping my what's popping is are you following what happened with claire and dale Yes. So it's so messy. It sucks. So messy. But here, I'm not shocked. Everyone knew they were going to no. break up because oh my God. here's the thing. She he was forced into an engagement. Yeah, and she was like, "I love him," and it's been legit from the first night she met him. And yeah, she was so eager. But one, she hadn't seen him happy. She hadn't, or she hadn't seen him happy. She didn't see him sad or angry right. or sick. Or just you. There's so they much you challenged. learn about a person. There's. A lot of times you'll have an instant connection to a person and the more you get to know them, you're like, yeah. eh, like maybe we don't fit that well. Mm, she didn't even right. give that time. She just rushed into an engagement and you could tell the whole time she was way more into it than he was. Yes. So it was a ticking totally. time bomb. It was a ticking time bomb. And I just, and the, but the way it was released was insane where he put out oh my God. a statement where he's like, we've decided well, no, to go. Our e News put it out first. And then he quickly made a statement because he was like, hang on. Because E! News says they're spending time apart. Like, they've decided to yes. take some time apart. Yes. And then he was like, no, no, no. Like, we're done. Like, I'm, I'm out. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, we are decided to go our separate ways. And then Claire posted one, I think, like, two days later, <gasps> a day later, saying, I was, I've just become aware of a mutual, in air quotes, mutual statement. statement um, that was made. And she's like, I'm crushed. And I'm like, damn, this Poor is girl. definitely super messy. And I just, I, it sucks, but I predicted it, you know? Oh, for sure. Especially now that there's, like, there's accounts of him cheating on her. And, like, maybe there's also said rumor that she cheated, but I don't think she cheated. I just think, like, I, I, I feel bad for her because, like, uh, this does suck because she was clearly in love. But at the same time, she ruined this, like, amazing chance to be the Bachelorette and get to know, like, 30 guys, like, she had such a chance there. And, like, you know, they always say, trust the process. If she had just trusted the process and given all these guys a chance, maybe she would have found out that that Jason guy who she made pour his life story to her 
was better suited for her than Dale because she got to see all sides of Jason. Like, I you know what I mean? Not Jason agree. But yeah, I 100, yeah. 100% agree. I mean, I, I do, on one side, I, you know, I feel bad for her. But on the other hand, I'm like, it, it, not that it was your own doing, but you just kind of rushed it was. into it out of lust because you were like, he's hot. He, I saw his Instagram and he seems like he loves his family and that's it. And so I I'm going to marry him. I'm going to marry him. Yeah. But it's just like, you don't know anything about this guy. You don't know. Maybe he could be great, but your lives, you just don't fit together. And she didn't even give that. That's why most people, before they decide to get engaged or married, they know each other for a, a long time. Where they can right. really get to know all the ins and outs. I mean, I'm talking about when you have, like, the stomach flu and you have to, yeah. you know, or you have, like, diarrhea or some shit. Everything's exploding from either end. Yeah, and then yeah. you have to know them in that aspect. You have to know them when they're pissed because they had a in shitty day at work. And in health. And she just didn't know that about him. She knew this kind of glamorized version of him from The Bachelor. Instagram, Bachelorette. yeah, yeah. So it's just, I, 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 it was a ticking time bomb. I feel bad for her, but just, uh, it just, it sucks. But I, I think there's going to be more tea that will be spilled. I think more oh, will come for out. Sure. One of them is going to go on a podcast for sure. I just also think it does make me feel like maybe if you know Chris Harrison had said, okay, you guys don't need to get engaged, just go, you know date in the real world like could things have been different because they really just jumped straight into an engagement and none of the viewers wanted that like we were all like no 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 engagement (laughs) no engagement no 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 please stop please stop (laughs) literally and chris harrison's like the only logical next step is to get engaged and we're all like actually it's not like just go date known each other for two weeks Ugh, that's a good what's poppin'. I honestly completely, like, I didn't forget that that happened because I was, like, so new. But I did not, like, dive into that enough. And I'm glad that we did because, wow, Clarendale is just a a mess. Yeah. Well, everybody, I know that you're all really, like, excited because this next segment, you guys are probably thinking it's blast from the past. But we have decided to take a little break from blast from the past maybe only for a week we don't know but we are going to be doing what are we watching because ari and i really need to discuss bridgerton and if you haven't watched like maybe click out because there probably will be some spoilers but i finished it ari finished it like three weeks ago because it's like right up her alley and i'm pretty sure she probably helped produce it because it's just like so her so i need to hear her thoughts Sorry, Bud, one second. I, I got a call in the middle and then it just kind of like went out. Sorry, anyways. Oh, she's here. If you had to make a perfect show for me, if they said make yes. Ari as a show, it would be Bridgerton. Yep. And yes. when I tell you I loved the show so much, I legit had to go to therapy after because <laughs> I was depressed when it ended. Because to me... I was like, I want to be in that world. The guy who plays the Duke of Hastings, Simon Bassett, oh. is the hottest man, Reggae Jean Page, I have ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And just, I felt myself as Daphne. I've It's Regency era England. And I've always which wanted... Which is like Ari's favorite. Which is one of my favorite eras of England and history 
of all time. And I just yeah. want to step into that so badly. I actually sent Shonda Rhimes like the longest novel of a DM on Instagram, just thanking <laughs> her for changing my life. Like oh my when God. people talk about Bridgerton, my heart rate literally rises because it's just, it's such a, it's such a sensitive topic because I'm so obsessed with it that I literally had, it, I had withdrawal. I'm not even kidding. I know this sounds crazy. I legitimately had withdrawal symptoms from it. I had to yep. s- completely stop watching interviews, watching reruns because I was too obsessed with it. But I completely agree. And when you told me, like, you have to watch this new show, Bridgerton, like, I I could just, I just kind of knew that it was going to change my life. <laughs> like, I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. And then I watched the first episode and I was like, like, no show has ever brought me in as much as that first episode. And I knew, I was like, I'm not going to want this to end. I, and I was like, I was worried about it ending after watching the first episode. Like Me too. That's how you know. And I, I made a pact to myself because obviously I was so obsessed and I had an issue I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to pace myself. I'm going to watch one episode Same. every week. And then I watched it all in one night. <laughs> yep. I literally would like wake up early before work. Like literally like earlier than I needed to. To just like watch an episode before work. Like who am I? But with that being said, it was the best show. I love it. I want to read the books. But I'm also kind of feeling like maybe I should like wait until each season ends and then read the books you know yeah I'm not gonna read the books beforehand because I loved not knowing what would happen true and uh but I it's so interesting that I haven't read this because I read books like this all the time historical rom-coms historical romance I anything historical I just love and because this is my favorite era so I only read this era so I'm surprised I haven't read this but oh my gosh, it was phenomenal. The casting, amazing. Yep. The set, amazing. The music, Costumes. I love the music, how they the did music. the newer songs. Like, thank you, next. I never in, knew. Yes. Yeah. I never knew I needed to see a sex scene to an orchestral version of Wildest Dreams. Like, I never knew I needed that. I am so happy. But I did. I did not watch it with my parents, though, with my mom. I'm currently She was like, do you want to watch Bridgerton? With my mother. <gasps> no. Yeah. What episode are you on? Three. Don't worry. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not watching it with you, but I just felt like it had everything I'd ever want and loved. And I loved yes. the gossip girl part of it with Lady Whistledown. Yes. Because do you know- Julie Andrews, a queen. Do you know that's actually like a real thing? Like they would have, there was like anonymous gossip pamphlets. Like, do you know yeah. Benjamin Franklin used to do one in, um, in when early- before the Revolutionary War, where yeah. he, he had um, a fake name of Silence Do Good, and he would release Whoa. like satirical stuff like that. It's been a thing in history, just no one thinks about it. And at that right. time in Regency era, gossip was legit everything. Your reputation was everything. That's why I would freak out anytime they would like when they just touched hands. Because you don't understand <gasps> at that time, How touching big that hands is. was insane like anything out of the ordinary was absolutely not allowed okay well now that our um local regency era expert aka history expert ari has given you all or has given the show the green light like that means you guys don't know how much that means like that means that this show is not only good but it's like culturally accurate if ari likes it it's must be accurate and it just means that they've done the best job and honestly i'm 
surprised that this is a Shondaland show. Not because I don't think that all of her shows are amazing. I do. But, like, this is following after, like, Grey's Anatomy, How to, how to Get Away with Murder. And then it's, like, Bridgerton. Like, what? But, I She's mean, I just love it. so – I mean, and I am – the biggest history fan, you know, the biggest. I watch all history shows. I've read all the history books. Yeah. And this show was the perfect mix of history, but it was also really yep. radically relevant. And it also mm-hmm. had a good mix of, you know, Gossip Girl, also like Fifty Shades yep. of Grey. It was just perfect. It was perfect. everything. It was just beautiful, perfect. And I'm so happy that everyone else felt this way because that that the fandom was so big yes. because that means the show will continue to have more I mean, seasons. I mean, they already they, got approved. At which they already got approved. But it's I'm so happy that other because usually I've I love historical dramas, historical TV yeah. shows, and a lot of times they don't uh, they don't get picked up for second seasons because people are like, okay, well There's it's not a historical. But yeah. I'm so happy there was a huge fandom for this. I mean, it popped off. It literally popped off. Yeah. Another cultural reset. It came at the perfect time. Perfect it came at the time. Perfect time. But do you think that the next seasons are? I mean, I know that they're going to be on the yes, books. Yes, they're like, going to be great. They're they're going to be great know, because I've but, heard the next season is really good too. But don't you miss? Like, aren't you going to miss seeing Daphne and Simon? Like, well, I know that they'll still probably like, make appearances. They'll be in it. I'm actually so. Contrary to pop- popular belief, I'm actually happy about that because oh. I'm... It could get boring. Yeah. what The whole... I think it's so smart of them that they contained it to like eight or ten episodes because mm-hmm. you watch them go through the the chasing, the liking each other, which is the most exciting part, to the so bad parts where they don't like each other, then back to the up where they love each other again and they have a baby. If it continued on with their story, you'd watch them fall out again. Then maybe he'd fall in love with someone yeah. else. And then, or they'd just be boring and have a married life. Whereas it's nice to kind of close that chapter. And it's That's it's true. almost like, you know, when you you don't want to be the last one to, to leave a party. You want to leave when you're, like when you're still having fun so that you don't not have fun if that makes sense it's like you want to end on a good note so that things don't get like repetitive and so things don't kind of go downhill i'm so happy they did it in the perfect little bite size and that's how it's going to be for all of them so it just in it i think it entices people more because it's exciting and get a new story but you still get the characters you love in the other stories especially since they touched on like you know, like Penelope's story and Marina's story. I mean, Marina doesn't have hers, neither does Penelope. But you know what I mean? Like, they touched on Eloise's, they touched on Anthony's. Like, you're kind of getting to see a, a little bit of what these next seasons could p- potentially be about. So it's really cool. It's they just going to be, it's just going to be, like, Daphne and Simon, I'm pretty sure will still be in it. It's just going to be yeah. m- another kid is more focused on. Totally. Like, this, like they still, you know, Eloise was still a part of this season, yeah, but it big wasn't part. her season it was daphne's daphne's right so it'll be interesting to see how they and next next season i think is anthony's i know the only thing i don't like i love that they're named in order like the abcde whatever love that but i wish that they did the books in order like but then again it is does kind of keep it fresh that like it's like d a like you know yeah i don't know i am so so excited Okay, well, everybody, if this podcast is still going on when the second season comes out, which it probably will be, we will have to do a divulge of the second season. 
as always, thank you guys so much for listening to What Are We Doing podcast, episode one of season three. We are so excited to be back with you guys. And yeah, we love you guys. Anything you want to add, Ari? Yeah, we'll see you next week. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.